0: Thanks for listening to this
1: podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, Odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Joining us right now on the Roman guest line is our man, Sean Marash of of Bet Nation, uh, Sundays, 4 to 8 p.m. Eastern time here on the BetQL Network. Sean, how you doing, my brother?
0: It feels like we're uh, we have a lack of trust tonight with all of our teams, guys. Yes. Lack of trust. Yes, we do. I'm on the bucks I'm on the bucks money line. Let's go! What? What? See, I'm trying to tell you
1: all the New York gear in the background. He's got Kerry Kittle's jersey hanging in the back, and that's what you got his Chris Gatling jersey, and you're going you're going Bucks. (laughs) Sean, tell the (laughs) people why you're going Bucks. Come on.
0: I still think ultimately best of seven series, and if we do get that in some kind of two seven matchup. Round one, it's going to be awfully scary for the Nets, but I think they will—they will find a way on revenge on Milwaukee from last year. But man, this net team is still just trying to find that consistency on a night and night out basis. Now that Kyrie can play every home game, and it just feels like they are lying in the weeds. Everybody expects them to have this big night, and they are going to get sucker punched with a big night from Giannis. I'd play over on Giannis points as well tonight. Who's
2: the team you trust most right now in the Eastern Conference? Because I can't wait till the playoffs, man. You have Brooklyn, who. I just think that's really disrespectful to the Bucs that they're still the second favorites. You know, Phoenix is great. I understand that in the West. But you have the Philadelphia 76ers with James Harden. They're up 16-8 to eight right now on the Pistons. Sure. And then Boston, who is looking great, but now they're without Robert Williams. Potentially, they get him back in the second round. They're going to need him. Who do you trust right now in the Eastern Conference?
0: I think Milwaukee is the team I do trust the most, and I know that kind of counteracts what I just said. But ultimately, look, they are the champions. I think they are still playing good basketball. I think Giannis, you could argue at times right now, is playing some of the best basketball he's played all season long. And it's kind of weird after that Robert Williams injury and you know the James Harden cooling off effect in Philadelphia. It kind of feels like we've played a game of survival when it comes to betting odds, and ultimately. I sit here on March 31st, you know, what, a week and a half out from the playoffs, and I feel like I only trust three teams to actually win the title in the end, mm-hmm. and that is Milwaukee, the Brooklyn Nets, and, of course, the Phoenix Suns.
1: Well, I'm glad you brought up the Phoenix Suns because let's look at the Western Conference as well. And I like doing this because right now it's that time of the year, the standings. I mean, right now the 76ers, fourth in the Eastern Conference, and they're only a half one and a half games back of the Miami Heat yeah. at number one. The Suns on the verge right now of setting a franchise record for wins. They're at 62. They When they get their 63rd. They've been phenomenal. And when I look at what Chris Paul has done, when he was gone, I looked at the Memphis Grizzlies, which is why we played a future on John Morant. If they could somehow sneak into the number one seed right. while Chris Paul's gone, John Morant would be responsible. Then we get some MVP love. That just hasn't happened. The Suns have not slowed down. They're on a nine-game winning streak, nine in one of the last 10 oh. games. Other than the Suns in the West... Who do you really trust maybe to give them the the biggest test? Is it Memphis? Is it the Mavericks? Because after that, I don't trust anybody on the board. The Warriors have just been on a decline. The Nuggets yeah. here. And the, like, what team do you really think gives the Suns in the seven-game series a serious punch to the gut?
0: Yeah, we, we entered the All-Star break going right. The Warriors were back after a couple of years away, and they haven't been the same since the All-Star break. I, I hate to take the cop out. I don't trust anybody. I, I look at this Suns team. Now, they're not nearly as dynamic overall as the Warriors were. They're in their heyday, their dynasty. But I just don't look at a true challenger for them. Now, look, could John Morant go off and have an insane couple games where he puts a scare into them? Sure, that, that could happen, and maybe Memphis has a little bit of the element like the Suns had last year, that element of surprise, despite you know being really, really good and not appreciated all year. I guess that could happen. But look, what you like most about the Suns, it would have been very easy, and I know they're led by Chris Paul for a young team, Aiton, Booker, to come out off of last year's finals run and have a little bit of a hangover, not necessarily missing the playoffs, but kind of take them a little bit to kind of get over themselves and make a late charge. They've been the most consistent team in the NBA all year long from day one to now, and they're still just not letting their foot off the gas which is key because a lot of teams, they're coasting to a one seed as the Suns are. It'd be very easy to throw their hands up and go, ah, whatever. But they're now working in Chris Paul. You could argue the Chris Paul injury, best thing that happened to him because now they don't want to lose that chemistry, and they're going to force that issue the rest of the way and just keep the ball rolling.
1: Yeah, I I agree 100%. We're joined now by Sean Marash of Bet Nation, Sundays, 4 to 8 p.m. here, 8 p.m. Eastern time here on the BetQL Network. Sean, after the All-Star break, break, post-All-Star break, Two teams have been the hottest in the NBA, other than the Suns and the Grizzlies. The, it's been the Mavericks and the Boston Celtics. Now the Celtics have gotten all the love for how great they've been, but nobody's talking about this Dallas Mavericks team. Like they got Kristaps Porzingis out of there, and then they have been hoop. Right. Spencer Dimweedy stepped up. A lot of these guys have been phenomenal. What do you think about this? Luca lost
0: team? a little. Lo, lo, Luca lost a little weight. He ran yeah. off so much. He burned some
1: off. calories, Sean. What do you think about this yeah. Mavs team? Uh, in the postseason, I know you don't really trust anybody, but I but I get it. But, like, how do you see this Dallas Mavericks team coming on at this moment in time?
0: Look, personally, I'm a Spencer Dinwiddie homer. He was a very good Same. integral part of the Brooklyn Nets rebuild and obviously goes to the Wizards, does his thing, gets dealt here. He's clearly been the perfect catalyst to kind of be, you know, that running mate that nobody wants to give credit to right now, to Luka. I think ultimately what you have to ask yourself is all right, you can't expect Luca when the playoffs come and you play these games, and we've seen Luca in the bubble obviously have those moments. He's not going to simply drop 45 in four games, and that's how they're going to win a series. Do the Mavericks have enough firepower, one through eight in their lineup? to keep up if they go out and they get in a track meet with even the Warriors or the Grizzlies of jaws going off. And of course, ultimately the Phoenix suns are the Mavericks. Can they score 125 points four times in a best of seven series versus an upper echelon team that they're going to need to get over and not just playing, you know, the Clippers or, or the jazz or insert team here that might, you know, lack a little bit of the scoring. I, I, again, can never count Luka out. I, I like the run they've been on. I still wouldn't trust them ultimately to get over the hump.
2: Sean, do you think the Lakers end up making it in, at least the play-in tournament? Like, it's not looking really good. No LeBron, no AD. They're expecting both of them potentially back tomorrow night. But they're 13-and-a-half-point yeah, no. dogs tonight against Utah. I think they're cooked, man.
0: No. How embarrassing. What do you what think the they do doing? next?
2: Right, exactly. What, and then what do they do? Like, what, what happens to Anthony Davis if they don't even get into the playoffs this year, you know?
0: Well, first of all, I wouldn't be rushing Anthony Davis back because even post-LeBron era, Anthony Davis has to be your focal point in what you build the next Laker run on. So I don't know why even force him back for what? The smoke and mirrors of this thing? If if the NFL offseason has taught us anything this year with all the element of surprises and what we learn with the NBA, would it really shock anybody if LeBron found a way to force himself out of L.A. this offseason? No. Because you're asking me, what's next? Yeah. I kind of feel like this summer we're going to get submarine with, all right, he's waiting for Bronny. He's waiting for Bronny. But LeBron out and off to a new destination. I could totally see that happening. I think that's what's next for the Lakers.
1: Sean, what do you think about the Julius Randle noise? So I'm, I'm not saying that Julius Randle was some star, but you're in the New York market, of course. He comes out and says that he did not request a trade, even though WFAN that's said weird, man. he did requ- request a trade. What do you think goes on with him this offseason? Just the direction of – the New York Knicks moving forward past this season.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I work for WFN as well. Craig Carter oh, did make a, point today, make a point today of saying they were unconfirmed reports he was getting from his sources on it. With all that being said, man, when the going was good for Julius Randle last year and Thibodeau was getting the most out of him, he was the king of the castle in Madison Square Garden. Hoodwinking Knicks fans into thinking he was a true number one star, <laughs> which we quickly found out in the postseason he's not. Uh, Here's what I've learned about Julius Randle. If you find him a good home on a good team, an established team, where he could be like the third fiddle, he could be, you know, Draymond Green plus with scoring, I think, yeah, he can go win a championship somewhere. When the going gets tough, Julius Randle is not good enough and not mentally built enough to handle being the star of a team with expectations. And make no mistake, it's funny to say it now, the Knicks had serious expectations when they go on in their fourth seed last year and they make the moves they made the offseason, adding Evan Fournier, Kemba Walker, what a bust. This was a going got tough, and Julius Randle couldn't handle the moment. So I'd be very weary if I was a team taking on his contract. But if you could financially make it work, and he's counted on as like your third option, then I think you have something cooking. But he's got to get the heck out of New York this offseason.
2: Sean, anything you like in the NBA tonight? We still got uh, four games that are about to tip off for Final Four this I weekend. Do. What do you got?
0: I do. I do. I'm do. i very, very intrigued after what we saw from the Clippers the other night on taking the Clippers' money line in yes. Chicago. Yeah, there time. we yes. go. There we go. I, yes. I'm very intrigued by that. And you know what? Look, the Bulls have been pretty consistent all year long. They were Screw them, you know, Sean. Sexy, screw the Bulls. Sexy dazzling. <laughs> There's something, I don't know, right? Maybe maybe it's the flavor of the week this week with Paul George coming back and everything that the Clippers did. And they've just hung around somehow in that playoff mix in a weaker Western Conference. I don't know. Call it a gut gut feeling. My big old gut here. I kind of like the Clippers on the road tonight to win outright.
1: I'm doing that. I'm doing it right now. I'm going to play the Clippers right now, plus 115 at Ben MGM. Sean, before we get you out of here, of course, we got to talk about this NCAA tournament. The Final Four this Saturday Duke taking on UNC, Kansas, Villanova. Let's start with. Coach K's last season as head coach at Duke. I didn't know if anybody mentioned that to you. But this is his oh, last. he's retiring? He's retiring. He's retiring. Let's start with that game, the Blue Bloods. Tar Heels against the Blue Devils. What are you doing in this game?
0: All right, so my initial instinct, because we were on the air Sunday when the opening line came out on Beck UL, myself and Kevin Kenny, and my initial instinct was, and it sat at 4.5 at the time, Man, that still feels like too many points, and what I'm expecting to be a thrilling game. Yeah. And if you look, there's been about 15 rivalry games in the history of the Final Four National Championship where teams are rivals. Duke and North Carolina clearly have never met in that spot. And most of the games, with the exception of that classic 85 Georgetown Villanova game, get settled by more than four points. Mm-hmm. And I hate to overreact to something so silly. I, I know that the public's on Duke, and that and makes me feel like I shouldn't be with the public, but I have to go with the public. I don't trust Hubert Davis after he cries from beating St. Peter's. I know it's been an emotional year. Oh, oh come on. I know they came out of nowhere. Yeah. Dude, you're the coach of North Carolina. I know you literally haven't been there before, but if you're that sobbing a mess, I don't think <laughs> that you're built to coach your team in this moment and have Duke laying in the weeds. And so they were embarrassed in that last home regular season game. Yeah. I am going to lay the points with Duke, and I'm going to flip from where I was on Sunday. Sean, men can cry, brother. No, and I, I'm with you, men Sean. Can you can't, you can't cry after beating the 15-seated peacock. I mean, the Peacocks a You can only, you can only cry Kentucky. during Simon
2: Birch. The, Everybody the the knows that. Right.
0: The peacock beat Kentucky. I want to be North Carolina
1: Tar Heels. The, what are you gonna storm the court next? Kentucky lost. To The Peacocks, you want to be the batter Kentucky... No, it does matter because if, if I was Hubert, if I was Hubert Davis and I lost to the Peacocks in my first year at UNC, I wouldn't be able to look myself in the face. So, yes, I'm gonna cry because I don't barely... cry in the locker room. You can't do it on TV after beating the Peacocks. The game was over four minutes in. It's an emotional it team. There's a player on Jeez. the team named Caleb Love. You think there's no emotions involved? Come on, brother. Come on, you're gonna get your ass kicked by Coach what are you doing? What are you that? doing in Kansas? Against Villanova. Sixty seconds, non crier I'm
0: taking I'm taking Nova. I there don't care you go about the injuries. Jay Wright and underdog versus anybody too yeah. many points. I think Nova wins outright.
1: Yeah. Sean, That's- I've never loved and then hated a man so quickly i'm on all the in same bets sean tenure. we're either going down with the ship i or... thought he was with me with UNZ for a second until you put out the hubert davis card i was Dude, like dang check I'm this out cry. he's not on my side so
2: coach k so hubert davis obviously this is his first final four so the coach with experience against first year coach in the final four 74 and 44 coach k against coaches their first four final four ever Four and one.
1: Hubert Davis has championships. Let's not act like he's just some interim head nope. coach that, that, sh- no. that came over here. You know what, Sean? Duke Sean by 20. Enough of Sean. If, <laughs> even though I'm tailing him tonight with, with the Clippers. Sean Mirage Bet Nation, joining us on the show. Thank you, Sean. Thanks, Sean. All right. That's our, that's our guy, Shamarash On the BetQL, or excuse me, the Roman guest line, get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL. Now to get $15 off your first month, that's GetRoman.com slash BetQL.